0: Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. This week on the podcast, we have a friend to the show, Monique and Roberta of Vin Bohem. Just think of an online wine shop meets home goods. So you can get beautiful items, accessories for your home, along with the wine. It's a beautiful combination, and they're going to tell us all about it. As usual, before this conversation gets started, don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave us a comment wherever you're listening and share with us on social media. And feel free to tag us at Swirl Suite. Cheers.
1: Well, welcome to the Swirl Suite, everyone. It's a pleasure, beautiful day here in New Jersey. We have some great guests for you to listen to this afternoon. Um, myself and Sarita are your only two hosts this afternoon, but we're going to hold it down anyway. And Monique and Roberta, welcome to the Swirl Suite. Like Sarita said, we're going to catch up for a minute and then bring you right into the conversation.
0: Glennis, how was your weekend? Did you do anything fun?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, let me say yes. It's been a whirlwind, at, like we were talking earlier. Um, I'm actually in Jersey. I'm actually in my old room in my mom's house. Wow. I came up to Jersey for a an event that was held in Patterson at Eastside Park. Um, it was a all like a jazzy event. And um, Sybil from Don't Make Me Up. Well, she, she sings quite a bit of songs, but my um, childhood um, I guess big sister who used to walk me to school uh, was one of the headliners along with Will Downing and some other um, local artists, jazz artists as well. That was in the park and I had a
0: funeral to go to. So it was a yin and yang. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear about your loss. Thank you. Thank you. Um, My my weekend was um, the Bachelorette party weekend. Um, I'm in a wedding next week um and it's one of my oldest friends so it was really special to be a part of it um the bachelorette party was a surprise because she's going to listen to this and I'll say it anyway what she, my best friend she is controlling so we had to surprise her because she would want to take over so um we got her good she had no idea she had no idea so we got a cute airbnb in old town Um, uh, right off of King street. It was adorable brick walls. Everything was nice. It was nice and spacious. It was eight of us. Um, And seven of us were able to stay over. There were plenty of beds. It was really cute. Um, I brought a Magnum of Rose. We made cocktails and play games. It was very, very cute. Matching pajamas, the whole thing. Yeah. So that was pretty much my weekend. And then I had to spend the next day um, feeding a a hangover. So, you know, (laughs) you know, that's how it goes.
1: <laughs> I saw the I saw the reel you posted. Yes. Um, yeah. What now was that of the Magnum or was that of another sparkling that um, you posted?
0: No, that was the Magnum I had. The Miraval okay. Rosé. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Nice.
1: Yeah. Nice. It looks funny. like a different. It looked like a different bottle. It looked silver. Or was that a different reel? Oh
0: wrong? wait, that might have been a different reel. Okay. Might
1: have been. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I saw in the background and you had the, the um, bachelorette stuff, like the glasses and mm-hmm. the things like that. And I was like, wait a minute, what's this? I didn't know what yeah. bottle that was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was very excellent, cute. Excellent. Excellent. Very cute. So our special guest can join us now Monique and Roberta. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for, Thanks for having me. And I first I want to say happy second birthday. I saw you guys are celebrating 2 years. That's exciting. We're coming like <laughs> full circle with everything. So, yeah, we we've um it's been a journey. Nice. Nice. Happy so, anniversary. Absolutely. So, I don't think I know this story. How did you two get into wine separately and then talk about how you met and joined and made your business?
2: I'll start it off and then Monique, you can kind of like add into Mm -hmm. the specific wine piece, but um, Monique and I work together. So originally I used to live, so right now I'm based in Washington, DC, but I used to live in Philly and uh, we used to work together. We met at um, Bank of America. We both worked for their in-house ad agency Mm -hmm. many years ago um, and became friends starting there and, and enjoyed all sorts of things outings and whatnot and then um coming to find out I I didn't even know I inadvertently kind of introduced Monique to wine I don't know Monique, if you want to pick that part Mm
3: -hmm. no that's exactly exactly it um I always tell the the part that you know before I came to Bank of America I worked in radio industry so um you know wine wasn't really a part of that whole scene it was really spirits and beer um so coming out of that um and then meeting roberta um i noticed you know she would drink wine and i'm like (laughs) you know i have have to admit i would say oh my gosh she's so sophisticated (laughs) especially especially coming again coming from (laughs) From the radio industry, you know, I was in the this that scene. It was just a little bit wilder, you know. Um, so to see her drink wine, I was super intrigued. And um, there was one wine that she would have quite often, which was a Chenin Blanc, and a Vouvray. And um, she introduced introduced me to that, and it just kind of skyrocketed from there.
1: Yeah,
2: and so as far as the business, I mean, we decided. I wanna say it was towards the end of the pandemic because um, Monique was continuing with her certifications. I was thinking of like different things that I wanted to do beyond you know my corporate life and like in the future years. And we've been talking about it off and on for like a year or two, but we were like, no, let's really do this. Like, let's really look mm-hmm. at making some sort of business involving wine, involving. So like my personal hobby and passion is like interior design. Let's combine that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so we took about six months to really think through the concept, what we want to do, and then, and established that we wanted to have a base out of Washington, D.C. Um, this was like the right market for it.
0: And then, yeah, we just kind of hit it from there. So tell us exactly what your business is and like what you guys offer.
2: Yes. So we are a retailer and we are, um, we've start, we're starting out in e-commerce. So we're a retailer of both. Home decor and wine mm-hmm. so it's more of like a lifestyle brand of things that are like entertaining at home um whether for yourself or for like entertaining guests but thinking about like dinner and like having friends over for dinner and having good wine and, and enjoying good conversations and so it's all the things that would comprise those kinds of like experiences so it started there and then we our business is focuses on the and, accessories, home accessories, so like candles, pillows, throws, some of the smaller things that are um, more feasible to exchange in and out, like seasonally, and the aesthetic is a little bit more mid-century modern, Afro-Bohemian, and for the wine part, we focus on more small uh, batch producers, women of color, people of color. Basically, on both sides, we feature products that you wouldn't normally see in like mass- you know, mass media or mass stores. Um, And so we really wanted to focus on like sustainability and making sure that the people, the artisans, the people who love their craft are the people being shown and also being, you know, as best we can directly paid for their efforts. Exactly. And we also offer
3: um, education as well. So we'll do um, private tastings and um, just private wine um, events we will host. And uh, of course, poor, but education, um, really educating um, people about the wine and just wine in general. Of course, using our own, you know, the products that we sell as well. Um, So that's a big, a big area that we focus on because, you know, People like to drink wine, but I think that um, understanding what's in your glass is to me and to um, Roberta is one of the the main things. I think people really need to really understand what they're, what they're tasting, where the grapes come from, how um, how you know it works in the vineyard and even down to climbing and things like that, maybe not on a super high level, but on a level where it makes sense and where they can understand it as well.
0: Mm -hmm. I was on your website earlier and I can absolutely visualize like a wine dinner with all of your items so the aesthetic is there it's it's almost like Mm -hmm. um a wine club meets home goods it's it's like the perfect combination Mm -hmm. yeah it's really nice yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) what we were going for so
1: are you pairing your wines with a specific aesthetic or is it whatever the client wants or is it based on the client's level of wine knowledge? How do you go about um making that happen? Well I'll start. Um
3: so you know to be quite honest with we are really learning how to do this. So um right now we sit with distributors um and just taste through but For Roberta and I, we really focus on a lot of what we enjoy as well. To bring, um, because I mean, I trust my own palate and I think Roberta may even trust her own palate. And sometimes it may take us, you know, through a whole journey where sometimes we're shocked that some of the things that we do like. We're not the super natty. We don't want to fall too deep into that. But we want to bring wines to people that um, you may not often see on the shelf. So, you know, things that stand out to um to to people as well. So, you know, but yeah, we're tasting with distributors and just like how anyone else would have to taste and just trying to figure it out, you know. Excellent.
0: OK, so you guys have a monthly membership. What what's involved with the membership?
2: Yes, so we actually have two different memberships so we have one that is more wine forward so we call that one the tipsy membership so that one comes with three bottles of wine and then one um, decor item. Uh, And we pick those, um, sometimes we'll do them themed. sometimes we'll pick them based on the season. Um, But items that would, you know. More or less kind of be crowd pleasers, especially for like the decor items. I want to make sure that it's an item that can, you know, fairly easily fit into any home or existing decor. Um, And then for the other membership, it's called Cozy, and it's kind of the inverse. Mm -hmm. So it's focused on more of the decor pieces. And so we'll have like maybe two or three decor items and then one bottle of wine. um, And that's each month.
0: So I used to have Stitch Fix. So do how do you um uh, <laughs> do you sort of have your your customers fill out a survey on what they might like and you combine those items or is it just something that you guys pick every month?
2: Right now, it's a it's a curated thing that we pick every month. I think the more that we get into it, and the more that we kind of learn about like get some of that, that data and understand what people are using and liking, we'll probably um, get into a little bit more customized. And you know, taking doing those surveys and you know, seeing if there's different um, people who love specifically white wines or, or, you know, orange wines or whatever. Um, right now, we try to do like a little bit of mix of everything just so they can experience like all that we have to offer right now.
0: Sure. Online, um, do you guys yeah. do pop-up events or like what sort of things do you pop up at it?
2: Mm-hmm
3: we do pop-up events. Yes. We've just pretty much started, um, doing pop-up events. And as long as the event makes sense, you know, we, we (laughs) can't pop up everywhere. Um, but as long as the event makes sense and, um, it kind of fits,
2: you know, um, what we believe in and, and, um,
3: yes, we definitely do pop-up events.
2: Yeah. We do, we were doing a series of events, like once a month where it was focused on the taste so we would taste like four mm-hmm. different wines and um kind of dealer's choice but some of them were themed um mm-hmm. so like for example like earlier in the year we did one around valentine's day so like mm-hmm. um more like romantic wines or we did one you know around um local wines so um wineries and winemakers that are in generally like the dc maryland virginia area and so um So we would do those and at the time they were mostly sit down, you know, seated tasting. So we would have like maybe 10 or 12 people. We would have snacks, you know, for pairing and Monique would actually go pretty deep into um, the stories behind the makers about the terroir about um, different, you know, uh, and it it varied too. So we would have some more like one-on-one sessions where it was just like okay this is really you know how you approach wine how you bring up the aromas how you figure out like what your palate like what you know your personal palate is Mm -hmm. and then some a little bit more for people who are already into wine and really digging in deep and kind of nerding out on it so it just really depends on the audience um depends on the season if we happen to find something we like really like then we'll bring that forward um and of course for the private events those are like Completely up to the client, like whatever we want to do, if we want to, we had a birthday celebration and the the goal there was to try many different things. So we were kind of all over the place with different lines. Um, hmm. We really do customize it to, to however, you know, whatever our audience likes.
3: Exactly. We've also um we have a collab a collaboration with KSM Candle Company in um Baltimore. Yep, yeah, in Baltimore. And uh we carry her candles as well. And we um had a few um events with her, and we're actually going to be starting that up in about two weeks or so in September. We'll be um part of her candle making um class. And so that's always pretty fun. Yeah, and it's a good treat for our customers as well, you know, once you're finished making your candles and then we come in and have a really good um, taste uh, tasting with them with a few of our wines and some education as well.
0: That's really nice. You guys mm-hmm. posted a non-alcoholic wine and mm-hmm. I thought it was so interesting because um I know that's that's really it's still a trend. I'm surprised that it is, but it's still a trend. Uh, I still know people who are dry. So uh, tell us about this non-alcoholic wine. Oh, you have Happy it with right you. Here. Okay. You <laughs> oh, it's sparkling too. Oh my
3: goodness. Okay. It tell is, us about it. yeah. So it's a rosé um, from Spain. It's only. It's called Only You. Um, sparkling rosé made with 100% Tempranillo. Um, grape and it's fun. It's really. It's so refreshing. I, I like to say that it's for everyone. Um, and it does.
2: It, it doesn't taste. Um. How can to say it doesn't taste it doesn't taste like an apple cider or kind grape of. juice or something yeah. you know what I mean like it doesn't taste like or like sparkling water like a flavored water like we yeah. tried really it's hard we intentionally like went to our distributors and said okay look we want a really good wine tasting non-alcoholic wine and so and to be honest with you they're hard to find like it was we went through several different uh wines and this was the one that we were like okay this is worth like investing mm-hmm. let's put mm-hmm. that out there um so yeah, we were still looking for some more because we didn't think like at, at first, to be honest with you, we were like, eh, should we have non-alcoholic wine? Would people even be interested? Is that something that like, you know? But we were like, let's just, you know, dip our toes and let's like do pick one. And it's been doing really well. Um yeah. to the point where was like, all right, we should probably look and see and like taste through and like find some other really good, like non-alcohol wines. Mm-hmm.
3: One thing I'm noticing too, um, men really like it as well. <laughs> You know, sometimes they can be a little different when it comes to taste, especially a rosé, especially something that's not um, a red or even a beer or something like that. You know, their taste tend to be a little bit different than ours. But I'm noticing um, I just did a tasting yesterday and men were purchasing it and they really enjoyed it. And it wasn't like they were purchasing it, purchasing it, saying for their wife, they were purchasing it for themselves. So that was actually really good to see, too.
2: Yeah, that's a whole other thing. We could talk on, I can go on a whole tangent about tendencies, like gender kind of roles and wines, and like how people, like just from my observations um, mm-hmm. of like, yeah, I've seen a lot of men, especially men who drink like more like um cognacs and like brown liquor. They only tend to go more towards like the red, like the heavier red wines and like the bourbon the mm-hmm. barrel aged and like stuff like that. And And to see kind of people start to gradually branch out of that has been super interesting to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. That's really well, interesting.
1: <laughs> the Tempraniti that you just spoke about the um, non-alcoholic one, how can someone go about purchasing that? Do, do Do they have, okay. I guess my question, do they have to purchase mm-hmm. the whole lifestyle or are you selling individual as well? And is it only Okay, I guess that's one question. And the other question Mm -hmm. is, is the wines seasonal? I guess is the Mm -hmm. best way.
3: Is that? You can purchase um, one off. You don't have to purchase anything else. You can go right on our website, binbohem.com and purchase wine, purchase home decor separately or together. We love together. (laughs) But you can purchase wine separately um, as well, yes. And as far as being seasonal, we I mean, we try to... Um, I mean, this is a rosé. So speaking of rosés, you know, I think it's always good to have a rosé in your, you know, in your arsenal. So we try to keep pretty much everything, but it is starting to be, I know um, we just did a few tastings and we've been kind of red heavy or whites that have a little bit more body and fullness to them. So we're just trying to ease into it a little bit. I think for the most part, um, you know, there's a time and place for everything. And I think, you know, we should offer, pretty much every choice all year round because, I mean, I, I drink rosé all year round. I drink white yeah. even if it's not full body all year round, you know, so, and even red. So, um, we just try to beef up a little bit with the season but not take away so much. Excellent.
0: Looking for somewhere to advertise? consider the swirl suite podcast yep right here the swirl suite is now open for pre-roll advertisements mid-roll advertisements or post-roll advertisements some of our packages even include a social media shout out if you're interested in sponsoring one episode or perhaps more simply email us at swirlsuite@gmail.com. at gmail.com cheers all right so this part of our show We're just playing a fun this or that. You can have an explanation or you don't have to provide one.
3: Oh, (laughs) gosh!
0: All right. (laughs) And the last question is a blanket question for everybody. But here we go. Candle or lamp? Definitely candle for me. Candle. I'll say candle. It's like a two for
3: one. Okay, there's my explanation. (laughs) Light and a smell.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, on that one. I'm going to do both. If I have to have the light, because I really not have the light at all. But Mm. but if I have,
0: yeah,
1: I love a good candle. I love a good candle.
0: Yeah, I'm obsessed with candles. So I'm going to go candle too.
1: Candles have got to be natural, organic candles, no phthalates, because phthalates will kill you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. So be careful with. So, how do you know if it's candles. in there
0: or not? Is it on the, the candle?
1: Yep. It will definitely say made with soy and it'll say no phthalates and no blah, blah, chemicals, blah, blah, blah. So okay. be careful Note when it. you buy and there, when And when we get, go off, I'll tell you one company that sells a lot of candles with phthalates and people have been getting sick mm. and ha- didn't know they were. Mm. So, wow. They'll tell you
0: Yeah. Okay, aperitif or digestif, cocktail.
3: Apertif for me.
2: Which one?
0: Apert- you said a good
3: aperitif. Okay. Aperitif.
2: Mm-hmm. No, see, mm-hmm. I say digestive mainly because I I tend to overindulge, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little 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 sum at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little lemoncello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, such a good question because it just depends on how heavy the meal is mm. Mm. and what time of the day the meal is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so I was ha, to cleanse my. Ha, mm, I use some aperitifs to clean my, cleanse my mm-hmm. palate, yeah. to prepare for the meal that I'm going to eat. Mm-hmm. however I love if it's not too late and I'm about to hang out digestive digestive, but I want some Baileys and some coffee oh that's nice or some okay. Baileys over some ice cream
0: that might not be the typical <laughs> digestif, but that's what I want yeah so. yeah <laughs> that's okay a good a good one. that's a really good mm-hmm. one um yes digestive for me anything with Heavy bitters. I like big Mm -hmm. flavor. So I was at this, I was at a friend's house a few weeks ago and she made this cocktail and God, I can't even remember the spirit, but she had a spirit. She had the bitters and then sparkling water. And the thing is they're all separate. There is, it was like a a color, like a, a color stack. But, um, and, okay. yeah, yeah and you just you just keep sipping it and then you keep adding water it it was delicious it was absolutely delicious when I figure out what it was I'll send it to everybody but it I was yeah it was bomb nice okay flowers or plants I think I know what Roberta's gonna say
2: anybody <laughs> I'm a crazy plant lady I have like hundred plants in this house uh so definitely plants
3: Okay. oh gosh I want to say flowers which is crazy for me because I'm a little this is weird I'm a little hardcore but I love flowers
1: mm-hmm. uh,
2: really how about I didn't even know that
3: yeah, I do I love flowers I think they're so so like I always tell my husband like can you bring me some flowers please
2: <laughs> I love
0: that I
3: plants I can't keep them alive flowers I can do a little bit more
1: with
0: <laughs>
1: Fair. Neither. neither (laughs) first of all plants are so plants are time consumed such time consumed they are because you got to nurture them you got to water them (laughs) only plant in my house only live thing in my house is me because (laughs) I got some some plants but they still I just Uh. blow them dust them off (laughs) flowers is like you know that joke are gonna die. That's a waste of money. Leave oh it in, leave it planted. So yeah, that's legal. That's fair. I mean, okay. you can you told no lies. So I mean I don't I don't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: for me, I'm gonna go with both. There is one plant that I've kept alive. And also, like I live in a DC Row House, so I don't have that much light so plants mm-hmm. only stay alive in certain parts of the house so if i had more light i would probably have more plants but yeah i'll go i guess i'll go with flowers riesling i'll go verse demeanor riesling me please yeah <laughs> yes really okay yeah and yeah. like a reason so
2: i like a dry riesling i will okay. caveat that i like a dry riesling. i'm not too much into sweet wines um and also for whatever reason, like the Finger Lakes and like New York Mm -hmm. that has become like a real popular like region right now. And they have some amazing Rieslings coming out of there. Yeah. I've been trying as many as I can.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. The different ranges that come out of there from dry to off dry. And just, I think they really showcase it really, really well. I like acid too. So I like like the acid off of Riesling. It's just, it's really, it's just crisp. I feel like you can just sit and just drink it and Mm -hmm. sip and drink. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate that I have to pick because I I like, I love both. Oh my goodness. I'm going to just go out and live with the Garushamina. I'm going to go with the gorishamina. That's my answer too.
0: If if I have to pick, you know. Mm gorishamina is so aromatic um mm-hmm. it, yes. it's it's like it's, it's also a wide range too so i i don't know right. and it can be hard to find anytime i see it on a menu a restaurant or something i have to get it so yeah it's one of those mm-hmm. wines exactly you know? okay the roots you got me featuring erica badu or jill scott girl
3: jill scott <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, the, the, the og the original
1: Jill.
2: I love Erica. Can I tell you, I love Erica. But for that song in particular,
1: has yeah. Jill. Jill. yeah, I'm a Jill girl, Jill. Yeah, yeah
0: definitely. Yeah. yeah, same. I will. I will go with Jill because that live version on I was the, just about yeah, to say it's just, it. I, it's, I Yeah,
3: yeah. She takes it. She takes it there, and yeah. it's yeah. like. My gosh, I think yeah. for that reason alone. Yep, mm-hmm. she's such real, a true
0: yeah. artist. She Absolutely. Just, um, okay, mm-hmm. name a wine that you always skip, and give your reason why. <laughs> you know, if want you need to somebody to some go skin. first, I can go first because I got one. <laughs> <laughs> you go. I have
2: one, but I'm so curious now. Ah. Uh, oh. Go
0: go for money. I was go. gonna say Merlot. That was oh, what. <laughs> Yes, oh, my gosh. Honestly, oh so funny. to have
3: a merlot. Now, don't get me wrong. In a blend, I'm fine yeah. with it. I'm totally fine with it. It's fine. It, it's just, but by itself, yeah. it's boring. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's Probably why I just realized. Yeah, we don't have a merlot on our uh mm. on our list on our on our site. Um,
3: definitely not a 100 merlot. That,
2: right, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, just something about it. It's just like a little bit too heavy for me, a little bit too like jammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And also I might be one of those people who's just like Merlot. What was that? <laughs> that was Side
1: I sideways, sideways. The whole market for Merlot. That's a beautiful Merlot. I know. Yeah. Our mercy.
0: Yeah.
1: Duckhorn has a beautiful one, as a matter of fact. Really? Okay. I did not know that. Oh, Duckhorn has a beautiful Merlot Good God, is okay. tough. tough. Oh Look,
2: Listen, I I enjoy wine, being proved wrong with wine. If I, I will taste anything okay. and I'm open to changing my mind.
1: Oh, see, that's all good. right. Yeah, mine is Moscato. I skip it every mm. time. Skip. Mm. White okay. left.
0: Mm. <laughs> um, mine is Pinot Grigio. I think <gasps> it is the most boring wine. <laughs> And, but uh, you know, I I think, I think the problem is there's so much bad Pinot Grigio that Mm. I probably can count on one hand, how many great ones I've had. So that one, I will always skip.
2: That's fair. I mean, I can't say I've had several like Pinot Grigio where I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to pull something. Like what? Give me a a little bit of a flavor.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know what I think the problem is with Pinot Grigio? I think they they serve it too cold. People Mm -hmm. don't understand when you're serving white wine, they should not be too cold because the coldness masks the actual flavors that's in the wine. And every time I've had a Pinot Grigio, I have to, I'm sitting there. (laughs) cutlet on <laughs> to warm the glass. I was like, Good. this is too cold. And that's why you really can't taste something on it. So I yeah. think note to these um restaurants and (laughs) folks that are serving peanut let it sit take take out the refrigerator and let it sit you don't want it warm but you don't want it ice cold like you're about Mm. to drink a brew a beer yeah
0: (laughs) um we have extra time does anybody have a second wine that they always skip because i have a second one i probably
2: would have said the moscato okay yeah
3: yeah yeah Probably yes, because I, I, it's not many wines I'm
2: going
3: to skip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that, but, but yeah. yeah. But I will say yes. I probably would do Moscato too. Yeah. Chamberson. Oh, Chamberson.
0: Oh, I Chamberson. don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like Chamberson. I don't like it. I, um, Philosophy makes a really good Chamberson, uh, like Rosé, and mm-hmm. I can. I. It's. It's. It's a beautiful wine, but um. Merely makes a lot of it it grows well here mm-hmm. and i'm just not a fan sometimes it can taste like cough syrup if they don't do mm-hmm. it right it, so oh, yeah. i'm not a
2: fan that's interesting Wait, so look, when i first moved to the area to dmv um i used to i tried all the wineries out in northern virginia mm-hmm. at the time this was probably like 2012 ish somewhere in there a lot of that grape like I, like everyone you went to they had that and yeah. i just i didn't care for it either However, there are some. So, there's been like kind of a renaissance of Virginia wineries, more so out like towards the Charlottesville area.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I want to say that they're kind of breathing new life into that grape. Okay. So I would say maybe try some of the newer ones. Sure. See what you think? Hmm. Some new some some yeah options. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. i wow. you know, know the one. philosophy rules.
3: I didn't know the philosophy rosé was made with um Mm -hmm. Chamberson actually yeah I I knew she had had. a rosé but I didn't know what was on that
0: yeah I think they have two now but I don't um yeah the first one was Chamberson yeah Mm -hmm. it's really really nice yeah and and they know I don't like it too so they were watching (laughs) me
1: (laughs) what is she gonna say what is she Uh gonna say (laughs) I am drawing a blank on the name. The name mm-hmm. of this grape that just I will pass by it. And when we were in, um, the Finger Lakes, hmm. they made some great, um, dessert wines out of it. It's a great grape. Oh my God! It in Maryland and Virginia, well, Virginia mm-hmm. mainly, mostly makes that good oh god what's it and it has it has a-, a knot no, no 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 i would never drink a tonight out of mouth <laughs> uh, oh did oh, oh, i say that right sorry um no it, it has a lot of metal metal in it oh, it's, uh just tastes so oh y'all know what if i
0: if i Where, said is it break- from huh is, where's it grown
1: it's grown, it's grown here in Maryland. It's it's blended in in different um, Bordeaux varietals hmm. in France. God knows, what's the name of great, anyway, it'll the, come to me, it'll
0: come Not me. Petit Sirah or Petit
1: Verdot. Oh no. No, not one of those. No, 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 no. It's, it's not a Petit, it's a, start with a C. I think, oh God, I can't C. think, it'll come to me, it'll come to me, oh, it'll come to me. Oh God. Yeah, I'm wrecking my brain, a C. I know, and if I, if I said it to you'd be like, Oh yeah! Oh
0: God! Wait I don't know. I'm a. i am uh, have no idea. I don't
1: want to <laughs> <laughs> It'll come to me. That's all right. Okay. Since
0: you asked. Cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us world suite. Um, tell everybody where they can follow you individually, if you want, or your business together.
2: Sure. we are at vinbohem.com v-i-n-b-o-h-e-m-e.com or um our social media uh du jour is instagram so you can find us there you can pretty much find us anywhere but we're mostly on instagram and then also monique poor song. oh poor song. <laughs> <laughs>
3: need to be more active on it, but yes my personal wine page is pour as in p-o-u-r-s-o-m-m
1: nice, nice nice i was i was thinking it was cab franc because it was
0: at oh, some point yeah. interesting because it,
1: not, cause it ew, you got to be a, a to me a skilled winemaker to make a cab franc hmm. a beautiful and if you mix it wrong it takes over the whole blend so mm-hmm. If if I had to sit there, think I'm gonna go with the cab saw so versus the cab franc, so and
0: I'm 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 staying away. And interesting, cabs. I'm the opposite. Anytime I see it on a menu, especially if I'm in a restaurant or something, I have to try it because it can be one of those wines that surprise you, like, oh my god, this is so good. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll take the L if it's you know, I'll take the L for the great ones. Yeah, <laughs> that,
1: that is funny because I don't like surprises like that. I'm like, oh nah, <laughs> I'm, that price point is <laughs> DC don't
0: surprise me well one more question for y'all what are your favorite wine bars here or Philly
3: oh for well for me I'll say Philly since the top at the top of my brain because there's one here that I really enjoy it's called Bloomsday
0: Bloomsday is cute Mm -hmm.
3: Bloomsday Mm. is really cute and they do a really awesome job with showcasing natural wines um and not again not being too mad where it's so off-putting but just enough when you're when you're intrigued to want to just try a flight they really get it right here
2: which reminds me I need to get back up to Philly I haven't been to I haven't been to that one I haven't been to a couple places in the Philly I need to get back up there mm-hmm. um here in DC I like Era Wine Bar oh yeah so I come to my backyard in in Heightsville uh, mm-hmm. that's a good one I've been to Flight um, Wine Bar for, um, I'm in a group and we do some blind tastings there. So that's like kind of downtown, like Chinatown area. And then for um, like food and like on the food heavy on the the wine bar is actually right here on my block
0: is Primrose, which I love. Oh, Primrose. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you live in Brooklyn? Yep. Nice. Yeah. I don't live too far from there. What about you? Any good wine bars in Silver Spring? In Silver Spring. Well,
1: see, I don't go downtown Silver Spring that often, gotcha. so uh I live a little further out. There is a nice wine bar um called it's in a um Kensington, it's in Kensington, Maryland, which is kinda like Silver Spring. Mm-hmm. Right right outside of Silver Spring. Um and it, it oh I right, see, right outside of Wheaton, really. Okay. And um it's called the um What's the name of that? It's Kensington Wine Bar. There's probably something else in there. You see me, I'm such a creature. I have it. I just go places. But my all time favorite mm-hmm. wine bar is in um Clarks. Clarkville, Clarksville, going towards Columbia,
0: Iron Bridge Wine Bar. Oh, I love Iron Bridge. I haven't been there so long. <laughs> oh man. Because it's yeah. so far from me. Yeah. It's so far from yeah. me. Um mine two are uh St. Vincent, St. Vincent mm-hmm. wine. Um uptown, which is really cool. And then I just found out that at St. Vincent, if you go on your birthday, you get a bottle of wine. So Oops, I just found that, that out too. I a whole, a, bottle that that a whole bottle? That is a whole bottle. And now I don't know if you get to pick oh, exactly oh, what you oh, want. Oh, I'll get it, they it, have it, pick some, it, So we pick. It. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, that's on my calendar. So exactly. that's where I'll be on my birthday. Um since it's kind of nice. <laughs> but oh, and Maxwell Park oh
2: my
0: right. i haven't been yeah. there yet what
2: neither right. one of them
0: i haven't been to
2: you're right because there's one in navy yard and there's one they changed
0: they changed the one in navy yard to a cocktail bar but yeah um uh-huh. yeah the one in shaw is still there nice yes. those are my two. Oh, i wanted to shout out um, bubbles and bourbon she just got a new position at this new spot in potomac and it's called i think it's willens willens beer and wine in potomac and she's the buyer um i can't tell if it's a wine oh it's a wine store okay oh but you can get wines by the glass so it's like a wine bar slash wine store but uh it's in potomac so congrats to her the grand opening is uh the 26th next week at three o'clock nice congrats to her
2: yes this has been great i have a list of like all sorts of things i need to check out now for wine
0: bars and Mm. new Mm.
2: wines all sorts of things i love it
0: yeah absolutely i'll definitely be on your site buying up some stuff
2: awesome thank
0: you you're
1: welcome having
0: us of course it was a pleasure to meet you yeah Yeah. it was a pleasure to meet you as well yeah the next time y'all have some free time we have to grab a drink somewhere Absolutely exactly. Thanks for joining the Swirl Suite. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, leave us five stars, and leave us a comment. We love ratings. Also, be sure to follow all of us on social media. Myself at Find Me Up, Glenis at Vino Noir, Girl Meets Glass is Tanisha, Vino301 is Leslie, and you can follow the Swirl Suite podcast account at Swirlsweet. The Swirl Suite is now a part of the Alive Podcast Network. This episode has been edited and produced by Vine Me Up Media.